0: Good morning, and thanks for joining me again this morning. We're looking at Psalm 103 today, and it's a great psalm, but we could say that about every psalm and indeed about all of the scripture, couldn't we? Well, let's read uh, verses 1 to 13. A psalm of David. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Who forgives all your iniquity? Who heals all your diseases? Who redeems your life from the pit and crowns you with the steadfast love and mercy? Who satisfies you with good so that your youth is renewed like the eagles? The Lord works righteousness and justice for all who are oppressed. He made known his ways to Moses, his acts to the people of Israel. The Lord is merciful and gracious, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love. He will not always chide, nor will he keep his anger forever. He does not deal with us according to our sins, nor repay us according to our iniquities. For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his steadfast love towards those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far does he remove our transgressions from us. As a father shows compassion on his children, so the Lord shows compassion to those who fear him. Well, you know, all of us at some point or another have likely asked, Who is God? What is God like? Dane Ortland, in his devotional book on the Psalms, asks it this way What is it above all else that weary sinners most need to know? what is oxygen to us in our distress pain riddled loves? his answer the radiant sun of divine favor shining down on god's children who is god in ortland's words god is the radiant sun of divine favor which is an interpretation or paraphrase of what psalm 103 and all of scripture teaches us psalm 103 tells us succinctly who god is In verse 8, the Lord is merciful and gracious, slow to anger, and abounding in steadfast love. Some of the most wonderful words in all of Scripture, words of divine favor, and certainly words we weary sinners need to hear. You know, in Psalm 103, King David is speaking to himself and, of course, to anyone who will listen. But he is reminding himself of who God is. And the reason he's reminding himself is found in verse 2. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. David wants to remind himself and us of God's blessings so that he and we will continue to be grateful for all that God has done. You know, at the very heart of God is his steadfast love and mercy. And King David is reminding himself and us that we should not take God's grace for granted. Like David, we should bless the Lord. And what does it mean to bless the Lord? Well, the word Barak in Hebrew means to bless or kneel down in worship, to praise and give adoration. It means to thank God for his greatness and to speak words of excellence unto him. It is to give God our highest praise and worship. David declares verse 1 that we should praise God with all that is in us. All that we have, all that we are should be given in worship of God, the one who has poured out his steadfast love upon us. You know, when I became a believer and I truly heard the hymn when I surveyed the wondrous cross for the first time, I was convicted by the fourth stanza. And it is It has convicted me ever since, almost every time I've heard it, and reminded me that God deserves even more worship than I can possibly give Him. Were the whole realm of nature mine, that were a present far too small, love so amazing, so divine, demands my soul, my life, my all. Perhaps someone might be thinking, but does the worship of God, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit really demand my all, even my soul and my life? Well, King David thought so, and he gives us some reasons why. Verse 3, it is the Lord who forgives all our iniquities. It's the Lord who forgives our sins. Also, verse 3, it's the Lord who heals our diseases. Verse 4, it's the Lord who redeems our lives. Verse 5, it's the Lord who satisfies us with good things. Verse 8 and 10 and 11, it's the Lord who is merciful and gracious. He's the one who's slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love. He doesn't deal with us according to our sins. He doesn't repay us according to what our sins deserve. Instead, again, He looks upon us with steadfast love. You know, the Bible says in John three sixteen that God so loved the world that He gave His only Son, that whoever believes in Him should not perish, but have eternal life. God cannot possibly be more merciful to us than that. God deserves all our worship and so much more. If you haven't already, I urge you to trust in God's steadfast love in Jesus and join with those who bless His holy name. And if you've already trusted Jesus, keep trusting Him and keep blessing His holy name with all that is in you. Well, let's pray together. Oh Lord, we bring praise and blessings and honor to Your holy name. We come with all that we have and all that we are to praise and adore You. And Lord, even if we could fully accomplish that, even if we could give you everything, it still wouldn't be enough for your steadfast love in Jesus. So Lord, if we've been complacent about our worship, move us out of our complacency. Remind us again and again of all your blessings. Remind us that you have forgiven our sins, not according to our sins, but according to your steadfast love. You've redeemed our lives. You heal our diseases. You have compassion upon us even more than a loving father or mother has compassion for their children. Oh, Lord, love so amazing, so divine, indeed demands our souls, our lives, our all. Empower us, enable us to give you our all. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Well, may the Lord bless you and uh, give you a great week. Take care, God bless.